now. We are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and we're coming in hot for a hump day episode. It is Wednesday, June the 2nd, in case you didn't know. Episode number 497 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show is taking flight. I just realized that the jersey that I hung on the front of my desk was not meant to be there for the show. I hung it there when I got here. Oh, I thought it was on purpose. That's a Seattle Kraken jersey that's uh, hanging off the front of the desk, and there's a story behind that. But good day, everybody. Welcome to uh, the show. Good afternoon if you're out in the East. Good morning to the rest of uh, you like us that are here in the West. It's a big day, and it's going to be a fun day. I'm Rod. He is Moose. You don't want to change your name to Elk? (laughs) You're going to stay with Moose? It's Moose, and not Mooses either. Hey, the boys are on the bit. There's no S at the end of Moose. It's not Meese? No. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, On the program today, some of our great friends, who uh, more of our great friends, some whom reside in Alberta, Rich Sutter, pro scout of the Columbus Blue Jackets, 13-year NHL veteran, will be joining us from beautiful Lethbridge. Dave Campbell, the color voice of the Edmonton Elks, will be joining us as well. That's coming up in hour two. So that's cool. And I feel like let's just jump in. Well, before we jump into the quick six, I know there's uh, millions of people watching on Game Plus television right now. Of course, right? But there's also a lot of people watching on Facebook and YouTube and what those people get prior to us going to the air at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern is a pre-show. It's like going to the movies. There's things that roll. There's ads. There's interviews. So our intern, Rachel, has an interview that's running. Who did she have? Scott Russell and Kevin Jesus? Yes. From Global from Edmonton. Global. So guys are, are logging in at five minutes to 10 going, thought this was the Rod Peterson show. Where's Rod? Boys, stand down. Check your watch. It wasn't 10 yet. You know what I mean? So we're giving opportunities to our interns to get on the air. That's what we're doing here. Uh, Rachel's in Toronto. She's, uh, I guess, not a graduate of Centennial College, but soon she will be. Soon. Yeah, so that's what we're doing in the pre-show. It was all Darren's idea, and I like it. It's great. So that's what we're doing prior to going to national television when we do it uh, noon Eastern. So here we go, please, can we, with the Quick Six Show Topics. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Number one, there was one Stanley Cup playoff game last night. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Carolina Hurricanes 2-1 in what wasn't a bad game. There was, I don't know if you saw any of it or not, Darren. Did you see when Kalorn scored and skated up against the glass to those two Hurricane kids and the kid had the camera out? I thought the one kid was giving him the double guns, but but he wasn't. I thought he was going to. It was a fun game. It was a bit of an eye-glazing game. But afterwards, Rod Brindamore, whom we love, Notre Dame Hound alum, Centennial Cup champion, saying uh, he's getting a little testy after these games. I mean, most coaches are after losses anyways. But he said, I don't think we're outmatched. I don't know what you guys are watching, but we're not outmatched. And you see where he's coming from. They've lost two games in a row by the score of 2-1. to one, So that's 4-2 in the series. I haven't gone and looked at the shots. I don't need to. I'm sure they're fairly even. Last, last yeah. night, Carolina... Outshot Tampa by more than two to one, I believe. Mm-hmm. So Carolina's played really well. And that's what Brindy's saying, right? Oh, yeah. And so he's got to say, he's got to have his players believing that 
they're not outmatched. But I got some Hurricane friends, uh, fan friends, guys that have played in the system that still cheer for the Canes. They're like, this series is over. And they're Carolina fans. So I guess maybe it is over. I don't know. They're going to Tampa down 0-2. For Rod Brindamore's sake, I hope they're not outmatched. But the score is what the score is. You know, the Oilers can say, we weren't outmatched by the Jets. You were swept, guys. Something's got to change. Right? Okay. So that's my take on point one. Uh, can you go to the two shot for a second, please? But the reason I got the Seattle Kraken jersey here is at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, which used to sponsor the warm up here, now it's brought to you by Ecole Electric, your complete electric distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. Ecole Electric, let's get to work after our coffee break. Um, <laughs> I said to Georgie at the Four Seasons, listen, come cheer for Vegas. We got room. On the bandwagon, they're not going to break your heart. And he's like, no, ship sailed on that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to cheer for the Seattle Kraken. So I'm thinking a lot of Leaf fans are just going to jump ship to the Kraken. It's a nice it's a nice uni. No, it looks good. Yeah. It looks really good. But that's the prize for our top, for the winner of our Stanley Cup playoff draft here that was put together by Nelson Vo, our content creator. So Georgie, unless he wins the draft, he's not getting that jersey. But it's nice. Nice gear. Really nice. That's why I brought that in here. I wondered about the captain in 32 and why there was, like, do they have, they named a captain already? But no, it's 32nd team. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that is not a bad looking jersey there. It looks good. Okay. So, point, ah, dang. Point two, Montreal, Winnipeg. I was going to call up the preview of it from the uh, Canadian press, and I did not. But do we really need to? Game one tonight. In Winnipeg, with the 550 uh, fully vaccinated health workers there, man, this has got to be a blur for Montreal. <laughs> it feels like they just got off the ice with Game 7 against Toronto, and now they're in Winnipeg. And I don't know how we feeling about tonight's game. I don't know how anybody could say, I see the people are writing in from Winnipeg saying, Jets in a sweep, Jets this, Jets that. You can't win four in a row without, you can't win four at all without winning the first one. And I think the rest for the Jets is a good thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Jets tonight to win. I'm thinking Jets will win the series probably in six. It's the first that I've thought about it. Jets in six. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think Jets. Jets in seven. I think it'll go long. But I think tonight's the Jets. I think it's going to be similar to Colorado and Vegas in game one. You, you come off a tough, really hard-fought seven-game series where you were the you know you were a significant underdog in that series. Montreal was. But you played great. You had good goaltending. You fought. You really came together. And now you can kind of breathe a little bit because you're not up against the wall anymore. And when you breathe... Sometimes you can get steamrolled a little bit the next night. Not saying that they will tonight. I don't know that they will, but I just see uh, Winnipeg winning tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, what are your predictions for game one tonight? You want to let us know? Would you mind? Fire them in the comment section here. Prairie Mobile text lines open to 306-840-8777. lot of comments coming in uh, on all of our topics, and we're going to get to them. We're going to get to all of what you're asking about, but point three... How about this? Vegas, Colorado tonight. It's an 8 p.m. face-off mountain, 10 Eastern. That's a late one. So I wasn't going to be the dork and wear Golden Knight stuff in today, but guess what? <laughs> the little text strings going around from us Golden Knights fans, and they're like, Roddy, get on your Golden Knights gear. Let's go, game day. I'm like, yes, sir. That's All awesome. right, I got it. And then I put the hat on the desk, too. Why not? It's game day. They need the support. 
I was going through the drive-thru to pick up coffee yesterday from Robin's Donuts, and there was a gentleman sitting on a picnic bench out front with a Golden Knights hat on. Here in the sweatpants capital. Yeah. Wow. Rolled my window down and gave him the nice hat, dude. And he's like, thank you. There's a lot of Golden Knights fans around here. You're influencing the nah, community. Nah, I know about that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you do see a lot of Golden Knights gear on the streets of this town. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's coming up. And it's what happens, right? You call it the Bermuda Triangle, but we're kind of yeah. open for business, right? And it's kind of like there's an opportunity for a team from out of market to come in and capture this fan base. And Vegas is kind of doing that a little bit. Not that they've put marketing efforts into Regina or the province of Saskatchewan, but it's working. <laughs> I think their marketing efforts here was giving me a couple free hats. Yeah. It worked. Uh, 8 p.m. tonight, Colorado, Vegas, and my, my we got to talk about Marc-Andre Fleury. <clears throat> Pardon me. ESPN is talking about this series, by the way. They had Peter DeBoer on SportsCenter last night. That's what the new TV deal with ESPN means. That the, the what do they call it? The worldwide leader yeah. is talking about the NHL. And they asked Peter DeBoer who's going to start in game two for Vegas. And he goes, well, I'm not naming him, but you can probably guess. And then they interviewed the flower. Marc-Andre Fleury said uh, he felt terrible for Robin Leonard that he got thrown to the Wolves in game one. And I just, it almost felt like Vegas thought there was no way they were going to win game one. It did. To a man. You know, but, you know, maybe you think there, you think and or you sit there and think, maybe Leonard, you know, if he's rested, which he was, ready to go, he can, you know, play, you know, give us some magic because he's going to have to stop 40 shots tonight if we want to have a chance to win in game one. I think you knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. And it uh, turns out those, those chances were all really, really good chances, and it's hard for any goaltender to stop them. My brother asked for the prediction for game one, and I said, this is a throwaway, throwaway game, unfortunately. Colorado's going to win. And he didn't even write me back because he's thinking it's the playoffs. There are no throwaway games. And he's right. But that's what happened. So, whatever. We're one game in, and uh, it all will change tonight. Vegas wins. It's back. It's the best of five. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, from our viewers here, uh, Habs for Life, watching in, U- in uh, Vancouver on YouTube, says, all Golden Knights jerseys are so beautiful. I'll give you that, Rod. It's just, it's just so beautiful. It's something about the gold. It never goes out of style. From Jordan on YouTube, unfortunately, yes, there are Vegas Golden Knights fans here. (laughs) From Mike in Toronto, I will never, ever recognize Vegas as Canada's team. Ever. He's in Toronto. (laughs) Yes, you will. My goal was to make people sick of Connor Bedard. We accomplished that in two weeks. Two weeks. (laughs) That's all it took. At the most. I know. Uh, moving on. Oh, so point four. Darren and I had a little back and forth on this. The Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe has apparently green-lighted a full stadium for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The Rough Riders sent out a statement yesterday uh, basically saying the Premier's notified us that we can expect to have a full stadium this summer to, you know, with step three of our reopening plan, provided you all follow, get your vaccinations and follow health and safety protocols. So, my take on that was great. I, it's so much work's going into this behind the scenes with a lot of guys and gals that are making a lot of money. So I'm just going with a flow and expecting training camps to open on time and the season to kick off on time because I'm not being cynical or critical. 
But there was an inner, vo- inner voice in the back of my head when I saw this statement. I'm like, who are they going to play? Who are they going to play? And I don't think that's Debbie Downer stuff. That's critical thinking. But I told you ahead of the show that I was going to bring this up to you. So what's your read on the Premier Greenlighting a full stadium this summer in this province? You know, and I know the Riders put out a statement too. My first thought is that's great. It's probably going to be the Rams and the Huskies playing in a Canada West game against each other at some point or an exhibition or whatever it looks like. Or maybe it'll be the Hilltops and the Thunder. Maybe they'll do a jamboree and they'll both play games. That would be something back to back. But um, you're right. They need somebody to play against. They really do. Perhaps if, if what we've been alluded to on a schedule we haven't seen yet and all those Eastern teams are coming West, then perhaps there will be football in the stadium. But, hey, we're doing our part. Saskatchewan's in a great spot. I think the last I saw yesterday was 62% yep. of those 12 and older are vaccinated, have their first have shot. Have their first shot. So that's great. Um, that means we're on track. The other provinces continue to get vac- vaccines rolled out. And as well, we could move closer. So... We're doing what we need to do. We need to now hear this, the same things from Manitoba, Alberta, BC, Ontario, right? Yeah. But we will. So thanks, thanks for your take on that. Uh, this is the warm-up, by the way, for E-Call Electric. Mike in Toronto says, I'm all in on the Jets, Canada's real team for now. Hey, if, they're not, if your team's not playing anymore, who are you cheering for? That's what I'd like to know. Because that's one thing with Vegas, man. Every spring, they've gone deep. That creates a lot of fans. That sells a lot of merchandise. And um, from Nelson Vo, he says, shout out to a couple good Sasky boys on Vegas, Chandler Stevenson and Braden McNabb. Or as Tiger Williams likes to say, Chandelier Stevenson. <laughs> what a great night that was. John in Edmonton says uh, Vegas NFL, Vegas NHL coming soon. Vegas NLL. The NLL jerseys are the best in sports, Rod. Have the Vegas NLL jerseys been? There's no way they've unveiled those. No, they haven't even unveiled a team yet. <laughs> no. Just an owner who's exploring it. Unless a team. I missed something. One of our P1s, viewer Todd Pinckney, says, shout out. No, where did it go? And if you. Wave the Vegas jersey under a black light. It glows. Todd, I think that's just yours. <clears throat> How about that? <laughs> Took you a minute. <laughs> Point five. <clears throat> they like that one back there. The Jays could move back to Toronto this season. Mark Shapiro, the president. I've had a couple good ones this morning. Eh? You have. That's good. Uh, point six, anyway, the Jays could boom back to Toronto. I'm out on the could. Let's see it on everything. Point six, the Elks, which there's been a lot of people writing in this morning on the Elks. From the 780, 780 right here, Rod, what do you think of the new helmets and merchandise of the Edmonton Elks? Signed, John of Edmonton. I'm a fan. I'm in. I can't wait to talk to Dave Campbell an hour or two to say, what's the deal that it wasn't Elk? Elks is good. Elk would have been great. It's like, as we said yesterday, the Heat, the Jazz, the Mammoth. It's that team name without an S on the end of it. Yeah. The Elks smacks of a service club with middle-aged white men. Yeah. 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 The Elks. The Elks (laughs) Club. It's down at the Elks Hall. Santa's coming. All the the town kids are going. We're going to be at the Elks Hall on Saturday. Santa's coming. That's what my childhood was. The Elks... The Elks Club. Oh, yeah. 
Whereas the elk, there's nothing else like it. You know, hunters, a lot of hunters have written, and I'm not being critical. I'm all for the elks. I think it's cool. I love the logo. I love the scheme. I'm on it. I would have just liked to have seen elk. That's all. And hunters have written in and said, we don't say we're going to shoot elks. We're going hunting for elk. So there's something weird about that. When you say it, Elks Club, it's like a possessive S, right? Like that apostrophe, like Elks Club. I think I still have a couple of those tokens, the Elks Club tokens for drinks at the at the uh, at the Elks Club bar. But um, yeah, it's just it just sounds weird. Doesn't matter if it's grammatically correct or not. It's about how it sounds. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan says the more. The more I think about it, wasn't the point of a name beginning with E to retain the EE logo? Yeah, but that's going to be their third logo. I think they've done it all right. I do. I do too. And I think when Dave Campbell joins us, I just want to know, and not sure if he would know the answer to this, but why isn't Elk? Because I think that would be far cooler. Anyways, this is the warm-up. We'll bring it to an end and bring in Rich Sutter next. The warm-up's brought to you by E-Call Electric. Your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. E-Call Electric, let's get to work. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live daily, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.